This is Corporate Cafecito, where we discuss career development and entrepreneurial growth strategies. I'm Mario Rodriguez. Y yo soy Nayeli Suarez-Guez. Go get your cafecito and let's talk about professional growth. Welcome back to Corporate Cafecito. Yo soy Nayeli Suarez-Guez. Y yo soy Mario Rodriguez. Today we're going to talk about your brand image, or how would you say it, Mario? Personal brand or yeah, who you are, right? What do you right. stand for, right? What, what what aligns with you? What drives you? What what your passion? Basically, your brand is your passion. So the NCAA uh, has allowed college athletes to now market their NILs, which is their name, image, and likeness, which means they can now make money for the sports they play. Mm-hmm. There was a dinner organized here by Duke University where you could come meet like the basketball team and everyone on that team split the money that was paid for this. I can't remember how much it was. It was a big amount, but I think like even the lowest ranking player made like 25 grand. And this is how they're marketing themselves now. It's, you know, it's based on their name, their image and their likeness. So the likeness are the things that are attributed to you. Right, their image is their rep. Now, some like if you're following some of the um, some of the tr- drama with Ja from uh, the NBA, the image is a bad boy image sometimes, mm-hmm. and then you have the good person image, or you have like the playboy. You know, talk, talk about like George Clooney, who was a perpetual bachelor. Yeah. Uh, so all of those are things that play into your name, image, and likeness. You are. Mario Rodriguez, and that is like part of who you are and what you bring to the table. And this is all meant to be your personal branding based on these three things. What are some of the things that define you? Um, actually, we were having a conversation before for this recording is um, what defines me is doing the right thing, right? doing the right thing, bringing resources and opportunities for others to, to, to grow and to thrive. You know, so I've, I've had the opportunity for many people that extended a helping hand to build me, right, to shape me, to help me w- within my career and in life as well, not just career. Uh, and so I, I paid forward with that, right? So I want communities to thrive. I want people to have an opportunity to, to give it their all. So that's one of the biggest passions that, that I have and I've been known. And so it's, it's community is it, one thing that people would say, yeah, he's about community. Career, yeah, I, I mentor, I coach, right? So that's another thing. Culture, I love my culture, but I also like to learn about other people's culture, right? Different perspective, especially being in in the in in this country of just a melting pot of cultures. And then commerce, as I shared earlier, I come from a lineage, and I, I figured this out the other day. I was just thinking about it. It's like, where does this bug come from me of just business, right? So as, as I go back to my grandparents, both were entrepreneurs. One was in agriculture, and the other one was it was a store shop leather keeper, right? He died at an early age. Uh, and then fast forward to my father. My father was, was also an entrepreneur uh, as well and working full-time job and, and entrepreneurship. So uh, there's, that's where that comes from, right, of, of just a lineage of hard workers and opportunities to grow. So in that, you know, we always want to make sure that there's opportunity for all, Right. Right. I, as a little girl, I always loved um, helping others. I remember I volunteered at a retirement home uh, for like five, six years um, as a little girl. As soon as I could volunteer, I would go over there. And I, I loved I loved being there. I loved helping. I loved 
calling the bingo numbers. I just really enjoyed helping others. I find that as as a coach now, I continue with that passion and that purpose mm-hmm. of of helping others. I want to make sure people can feel fulfilled, can feel happy. And, you know, I think that question is very important to ask yourself, like, am I fulfilled? And my uncle, he would always say, like, how do you feel? And I, and then he'd say, are you fulfilled? And I'd be like, oh, my God, that's such a deep question. Deep question. Yeah. How do I find fulfillment? And I don't think that there is one thing that we could say, I, if I do this, I'll feel fulfilled. And I think it changes every day. So, you know, some days when I make pasta and I'm watching uh, like a Star Wars show with my kids, I feel fulfilled. Mm -hmm. I'm happy. I'm at peace. Like that day was a success because of how it ended. Other days, you know, I may take an early morning fight and feel very productive and go work with a client for two, three days and I come home and I feel accomplished and fulfilled. And so as we think about like your personal branding, understand that you know, you're going to look for things that make you feel fulfilled, but it's not linear. It's not one thing. It's not an end goal. Like, you know, like you, you know, I talked about the athletes, like they may be fulfilled to like play in the NBA or to be an actor, singer, et cetera. But there's also other fulfillments that fill them. So it's not uh, if I get to here, I'm full. It's just if I get to here, I will have this sense of fulfillment and it may change every day. Yeah, and that's a good point that because, you know, when, when we talk personal brand, it's really related to business, right? What mm-hmm. we're going to get out of it and what you're trying to do within your your, your field. But it, it's also that that uh, inner uh, contentment, Not cont- I guess we could say it that way, right? Where you're fulfilled is, is the correct way, I guess you could say it, where it's enough. Right. It's enough, and I think that we, we live in, in a society that we're always being fed, marketed to that, hey, you need the newest next thing. Yes, yeah. Right? And right. it never ends. It's right. like, And when you get it, you're like, hmm, it's not what I thought it was going to give me. So there's that opportunity to also say, you know what, do I really need it? And, and, and what, why? the question is why. Right. What's it going to give you? So there's that 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 other piece that that comes to you know in personal branding too because there's there's, there's the career piece and there's that family life it, it, it kind of it meshes but they're two different worlds right so you don't want to be anymore. chasing this now it's all like lumped you know, in yeah now you know it's I, as we've said it's not work life balance anymore it's work life integration mm. and you know as an entrepreneur I take my kids to work. Right. I take them with me all the time. And some days it's like, hey, come on, you're going to help me clean, you know, clean the office or you're going to help me staple all these things for a presentation or you're going to do this. And and they take inventory. They do all these things. And for me, I feel a lot of uh, passion by bringing my family into that. And think about you talked about the, the, the lineage. A lot of times we we do what we're shown as as little kids. Right. We do what our parents did. Um, and so I think a lot of that passion comes from wanting to to continue building on things or experiences. And for my boys, you know, I, I feel very passionate about having them in my businesses and working with me and seeing it and, and greeting people. And, you know, if you come to some of my events, if they're during the day, um, 
sometimes they will be the ones bringing the coffee out. Uh, and I and I love it because to me that that also makes me feel fulfilled as as a mother and as a business owner because you know a lot of time when we talk about like our purpose, like and, and I want to be a good mom, but sometimes I feel like I'm not because I'm working. Yeah. And so if I bring my children with me to work, I want people to know one. As my personal brand, I'm a mother first. Yeah. But I'm also a coach. I'm also a businesswoman. I'm also Latina. I'm also a daughter. All these are part of who I am. Extensions of And bringing brand. it together, I, I like to share that with people. You're covering so many things here, right? You're teaching your, your children, your boys, yeah, the work ethic, right? The social skills that are out there. But then also, that's your full blown out brand in full transparency of who Nayeli Suarez Gas is, right? Mm-hmm. In that piece. So that that's that's very important because transparency is, is, is key. Or right? because people then relate to you, they they understand, you know, uh, at a different level. So the other part of, of that branding piece is just that connectivity, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I learned a while back that you're you're not for everyone, but you're for someone, right? Because there, yeah. there's a specific audience that you're going cada, to connect with. Para cada roto y un descosido. <laughs> So knowing who who you can relate to and who your audience to is is also going to help you define that image, right? Brand image that that's that's also the the important piece of that. And then nowadays, how do you communicate with the audience too? There's so many platforms right now, and is your messaging relevant to to what you're out to cause? So it's defining too. It's like, all right, this is who I relate to. This is my audience. What what do you want? What impact? Right? Because with with influence comes a lot of responsibility. So I love the question of audience or like the thought of audience. So I, um, for in my family, we have a tradition that for 21st birthday, uh, Las Primas, we always go out. Mm-hmm. And I'm the oldest on my mom's side. And so the youngest one just turned 21 this, this year. year. The 21st birthday? Or no. no. <laughs> just when we have someone's actual 21st birthday. And so we went to Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't even know what to wear to Vegas right now. And she said... We're going to pop off in Vegas. And I was like, I when I heard pop off, I thought like champagne. Right. That's not what that means. It okay. means like we're gonna, <laughs> like it's going to be fun. Like it's going to be awesome. Or I don't even know what to describe it as. But I was like, oh, this is a generational gap. Because <laughs> I am over 20 years older than 21. Uh, but to be able to connect, you have to find what's going to reach people. So how do how do I take my personal brand mm-hmm. and make it related to you? And so it gets targeted or it gets tweaked or it gets, you know, adjusted by who you're with, right? Like how I talk to my father isn't going to be how I talk to you, Mario, right. because you're a friend. Yeah. And like a primo and yeah. you know, my dad is a different respect level and yeah. very, you and so knowing how you convey your purpose and passion to people. Um changes by who that person is. And it should change. It doesn't mean that we lack authenticity or that we're not genuine because uh, you are bringing that genuineness in, but you have to tailor the message by who that person is. Yeah. And that's important because there, there's, there's a great book out there called The Executive Presence. And in, in, I think it's called Executive Presence, but in there, there's a chapter on that of knowing uh, who your audience is because the message is the same, but how you deliver it is different. Yes. Right? So you don't, to your point, you don't lose your essence or your authenticity on that. But uh, it's how you communicate. 
right? Sometimes you have to be like if you have a, a, a toddler, you have to be very specific. You have to be redundant so they can get it as opposed to a, a child that's in college, right? It's like it's a different conversation. It's more intellectual. So, right. but the messaging is there, right? So that's that's important too. And it's also comfort level, right? Yeah. Like with some of our friends, we can say like, hey, this is your blind spot. Like get tightened up on this or, you know, and then, but with someone we don't know, we might like have to like, Ask for yeah, permission. Like, may I yeah, provide right. some feedback? Right, um, right, right. And even then, you know, like I, so I give a lot of feedback. Obviously, you know, as I as I coach, mm-hmm. and sometimes I could tell I hurt that person's feeling, and I, that's never what I want to do. But when you sign up for coaching, you sign up to have someone guide you mm-hmm. to to change some professional behaviors. And I, I always say I'm like, listen to like the message, not. Don't listen to, don't read more into it. And it's just, you know, like when you present, make sure to, you know, not read from the slide or not do this. And it's not saying that it hasn't worked for you because it has, like you're obviously in a in a great position and you want to keep moving forward. But I also want to make sure like I have to be very, I I want people to feel like there's areas to improve. And sometimes when you're, when you're helping someone do their personal branding, it's going to take some tweaks. And I want people to give people the benefit of the doubt. Now, don't take everybody's advice because sometimes people will just give you feedback like, Ese vestido se te ve mal. <laughs> you know, and you're just like, the, if you if you were focused on how I was dressed, then you missed my whole message. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I believe that in personal branding, you need to take feedback from others. And I'll be honest, I've gotten my feet, my feelings hurt when someone's told me stuff and I'm like, oh my God, like one time someone told me like, what are you going to do when your charm doesn't work? And I was like, oh my God, he thinks I'm just charm. And, but you know, it's like listening to that message. I knew I needed to adjust how I was communicating in that meeting and with that audience to make sure they really knew who I was and what I could do because I didn't want just, I didn't want them to think that I was just like, you know, I didn't have the depth yeah. of, of knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. And th- that's very important of knowing your, your craft. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and something you said is really in, in delivering your brand and in your messaging is also being a good listener. Right. Yeah. I, I think so many people really don't care what you know until they, they connect with you. There's a story that they have to connect with. Has your cafecito run out? Go grab another cup. We'll wait for you right here. Please check us out at corkcafecitos.com and drop us a message. So the event that you hosted, there's some great stories. Yes. Right, by the speakers that resonated with, I think, 100% of the audience there. Yeah, so we did Hispanic Heritage Month celebration and... It was between, you know, my company, Elevar Development, and Latinas in Tech and Hispanic Business Network. And we got a room full of just amazing people. We had over 200 attendees. And we had two women uh, share their stories, and then I shared my story as well. And it was just really beautiful because you just see the heads nodding. You just see that affirmation of, like, we all believe that or we feel that too. And I think when you're in a group and you're telling that story and that story hits home, you know, like like I always say, like what comes from the heart goes to the heart. And so those personal stories 
that they shared and that I shared, like that's that's you putting you yourself out there and giving a piece of you so that other people can find you too. Yeah. And and I was there at the event and, and I saw a lot of people just resonating with the stories that were being mm-hmm. shared, right? Because there's similarities, right? There's similarities. And going back to the image and the personal brand, your uniqueness is what makes you so, so uh, different, right? I mean, uniqueness is a different or same, same word, uh, but that's what sets you apart from everyone. And hearing those stories, I think everyone connected, but they're finding their own voice. So as, as I mentor and coach individuals, like this has been my journey, but yours is different. Charter it differently. Heck, I think you mentioned it at, at the event that that I think it was you that said, you know what, I, I want to push you further than than than. Yeah, right? I want to grab you and I want to throw you further than I could ever run myself. And that's 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 basically what what we all want to do as leaders, right? Of yeah. bringing up the next generation, of uh, really just having them chart their own journey, be better than us, think bigger and bolder than us, right? We're, we're paving the way for that. And every leader should, should do that, right? Every parent, I think, aspires that for their children as well. But it's that story, right? But then also keeping that uniqueness and authenticity and be you. Because I think a lot of people, we all do it, right? When we're growing up, we, we actually, I've been told when I speak Spanish, I sound like my dad. Aww. Because I, you know, that's what you heard, right? So then yeah. the tonalities and all that kind of jazz, you end up sounding like your father or your mother or whatnot. But I'm still my own person. Right. Right. And so that's one thing that, I want, you know, for those that are listening, just, you know, stay true to yourself. But you still have a great, great message and a great opportunity to make an impact out there. So let's talk about when you have a negative person at mm. personal branding. Um, because, you know, sometimes, and then I feel like uh, bad for the generation now because everything's videoed. You could find everything all the time. And, you know, thank God, you know, when I was younger and making my mistakes, there wasn't that kind of media available. Mm -hmm. But when you have something like a personal branding issue, um, you know, there's, there's ways to, I guess, continue. Like, don't get so wrapped up in it. Uh, so, you know, I, I always tell people what you do in your twenties is going to now stick with you in your thirties and your forties and your fifties. Uh, but there are ways to reinvent yourself and it may take like, you know, look at some of the videos where we see someone, you know, being called a, a Karen or all those, and then they lose their job. Like that person's forced to do a reinvention and they should because they were not a very nice person. But sometimes we get personal branding issues, even in the, in the office, like you're the gatekeeper or you're the mom or you're, you know, the, the person who says no to everything. And he won't like that. I say this, my husband is a big naysayer. So I'll say like, Oh, let's do this. And he's like, no, I don't want that. And I'm like, well, what do you want? He's like, I don't know, but I don't want that. And so I'm like, it's horrible. I'm like, you're such an old person. So how do you change that? And so he actually, I, I, he's like, help me. And I would tell him like, oh, you just said no. Oh, you just said no again. And he, he started saying like, okay, I'm going to just say yes. Um, and I took full advantage of that. And I was like, can we order pizza? Can we, <laughs> can we do this? But it's understanding like what that branding in is. And sometimes people um, think they're a very positive person. 
but they have very negative communication. Mm-hmm. And, you know, something as easy as instant, uh, installing Grammarly on your computer so it could read your emails and tell you what the tone is on it is very helpful to start changing that personal branding. Um, one person I coached, I told her, uh, she said that she felt she was unapproachable. And I said, okay, you're going to start saying good morning to 10 people before you hit the desk. And you're going to find out people's birthday and you're going to get a root, like on their birthdays, a $10 Dunkin' Donuts gift card. You're going to become warm in a way that's genuine to you because you're a good person and you're a warm person. But if they're not feeling it, we have to make gestures that resonate with them, not gestures that resonate with you. And that's part of, you know, knowing your audience and being able to shape your story uh, so that you can connect with with people and you leave a different personal impression, a different brand. Like now you're remembered as, you know, the woman who remembered everyone's birthdays or like the person that said good morning as you walked in and being a good listener. So you may have, you know, some negative issues with your personal branding. Um, Look up some of these guys from the NBA. They do a really good job of reinventing themselves. But, you know, little little steps are helpful. Like, look at how you can change. Look at what you're doing or how you feel or where you feel the most pushback. And when you have that doubt, that's probably the area where your personal branding needs a tweak. One of the biggest things that, that has helped me is, is just being very humble and grateful. And I think it comes with, with, with time. But that, that's one of the things, too, in the soft skills. To your point, I've elevated my game through, through my wife, you know, the thank you note. We met with a teacher or whatnot. Here's a thank you know, or just just because it's like you know of, of mm-hmm. what you do and appreciate those individuals too. So it's those soft skills that that will make a, a difference. And it goes back to a powerful book that I hope many people have read, Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence, <laughs> and influence Others. Yeah. In there, you see the perspective. You see the perspective of how someone views themselves and how other people view you. And there's where that humbleness comes into play. It's like, oh well, I thought I was doing this, but people see me that. There's where that course correction comes into play, right? Of, of how to, I don't think politically correct, but you just want to make sure that you make that connection. It's all about connections and about how people, how they feel after they've interacted with you. Absolutely. And you know what? For personal branding, you also have to do like what I, what I call like, you know, do some goals. And I always say it should be personal, prioritized, and possible, yeah. right? So I can't be an Olympic figure skater, but I could you know, be a person that enables other people to reach their professional goals, right? And I could be uh, someone who's a good listener. And so understanding like, what do I have to do to make sure that people understand that that's that's who I am? How do I deliver my branding to others? Mm -hmm. My Like, how do I want to be, you know, we talk about like, what do you want to be famous for? And then understanding like, how do I, how do I become famous for that? To that point, famous right now, I guess known, is there's so many platforms right now, right? Mm-hmm. But it's the messaging. It goes back to the messaging and the story. And, and then where, where are you connect, where, where are you finding that audience as well? But really having to find going back to what we, where we started at the top of, of the show, which is that purpose and that passion. Yeah. Right? And connecting with like-minded individuals because you can expand on that and collaborate. Uh, you're, one, you're, you're a key collaborator for many, many, many <laughs> individuals because you see the potential of something. 
and someone. I coined you yesterday, Vamanos. It's like, that's your nickname, Vamanos. Because <laughs> someone brings it up to you, like, well, let's go. Let's do let's it. Let's do it. Right? So it's, it's Vamanos over here. Prima Vamanos over here. <laughs> but that's the importance of really building your network too as well. Because that, that network is also going to help you with your brand. And to your point, how to refine it, how to keep having different opportunities to share it with others. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, just recapping when you are building your your personal image, your name, image, and likeness, your yeah. personal branding style, you know, understand like what you want to be famous for, how to deliver that message to different groups and practice at home with your kids or your parents or your primas or whoever, and understand like how that you came to be. So, you know, we talk about you and your your business mindset. We have musicians who have like a lineage of musicians, yeah. teachers whose parents were teachers, and then understand like, okay, how what is my goal and how do I deliver my message so that it's received properly? And if I have a negative association with me, if I'm the gatekeeper at the office, or if people hate talking to me because I'm the one who like guards the our VP schedule or something, mm -hmm. how do I understanding like once you're known for something, how do you get known for something else? And how can you reinvent and continue growing and, and building? Great conversations on personal branding, on image, likability. We've talked about that as well. The other characteristic is also being humble, being open to that, that critique and, and that feedback to continue to take you to new heights. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, one ask, please share, like, and share this podcast with someone else as well, because there's a lot of information that's being given here to really help you propel and restructure your, your career goals or restructure whatever it is that you're out to cause. Know that, that you are good enough. You have what it takes. You just got to apply what you're learning as well. So I'm Mario Rodriguez. Y yo soy Nayeli Suarez Guess, y aquí los esperamos. Corporate Cafecito was produced in beautiful downtown Oak Park at Boulevard Studio. Audio engineer and editor is Mike Mitchell. We're available on every podcast platform.